Hey friend, I wanted to remind you that I have a brand new course available to you that's going to help you grow and scale your business tenfold. And importantly, if you're a new entrepreneur, these are tactics and strategies that are current and definitely going to help you make sure that you're thinking holistically about your business and how to market it, how to put things on autopilot so you're working less and enjoying life more, but also how to put passive income strategies to test. It's also going to teach you how to create your own digital products. It's going to teach you how to brand yourself, not just on social media, but in other platforms. If you want to start a podcast, it's there. If you want to start a YouTube channel, it's there. All of this amazing content is yours if you take initiative now. Now, don't stand on the sidelines like many people have because the quicker you get started, the faster you're going to see success. As long as you put in the work, as long as you stay consistent, as long as you learn from things that are not working and make those adjustments, you will see success. It's the quitters who don't. So I wanted to share with you that I have this brand new course that I'd love for you to get your hands on. It's at mydigitalcourse.com. Again, mydigitalcourse.com. Go check it out. Ask me any questions. You can hit me up on Instagram at The Audience Method. I'm happy to talk you through it. But this is for you, whether you have an existing business and you're looking for additional marketing strategies and tactics. Maybe you want to create your own digital course. This is going to walk you through how to do that and give you more passive income to add revenue to your business. And this is especially good for new entrepreneurs, even network marketers who want to get into digital products or learn the right marketing strategies to get people to pay attention to you so you don't have to chase them, but they come to you. Again, it's at mydigitalcourse.com. Go check it out. Hello, my friend. Today is an unexpected bonus episode, and I am in the car, and I know that I did some car chats while I was away this summer on vacation with my family. However, I have decided that I'm going to start doing some impromptu car chats when I am commuting to my kids' school so that I'm able to just spend about five to ten minutes engaging with you and give those of you who are subscribed to the podcast something exciting, (laughs) an exciting surprise in your week to hear from me. And if you are not subscribed to the podcast, you will not receive notification of these bonus episodes because they are not going to be posted on my blog. I'm not going to be sharing with them elsewhere. Again, it's for my regular active listeners, and I wanted to be able to treat you with some extra treats, and this is what I'm going to do. So on today's topic, I want to discuss something that I'm working on right now for personal development. And it really comes into how I present myself to potential customers to help me gain more trust and increase sales. I've been thinking a lot about communication. And the reason I'm thinking about that a lot is because as a leader in my current job, it's really important for me to come across as confident, come across as trustworthy, and as if what I'm saying I am 100% certain about. What I'm sharing is 
absolutely based on my experience and expertise and that I'm not just walking the talk. I say this and think about my role also as an entrepreneur outside of my career. And as an entrepreneur, everyone knows that when you want to attract customers and you really are trying to get them to say yes to an opportunity, a service, or a product that you're offering, it's all about how you present those offers. And it's really about being able to form trust and respect between yourself and the potential customer. And when I think about this, there's one area I think plays a huge, huge role in being able to create that credibility and authority with your customer, and that's through communication. For me, I tend to struggle with communication in certain areas. So my new focus right now has been how I'm communicating and certain language that I use when I am interacting with others. And in particular, when I'm interacting with those I lead and when I'm interacting with my audience in particular. It's actually interesting because as we focus a lot on personal development, I don't think this topic comes up enough, but I do think a lot of people struggle with communication in certain respects. So I'm going to get a little bit more specific now on the areas of communication that I'm working on that I feel also are pretty common, uh, pretty common experiences for people that most likely have some areas for improvement as well. And then we can talk a little bit about why it's important. So a couple of areas that I'm working on are what we call filler terms in speech. So I really believe language is important. How we speak about something, how we speak to someone, the words that we choose is really important. In addition, I think the way we present ourselves, whether we are exuding confidence, that also is important. But confidence isn't just about physically looking in somebody's eyes, right, and making eye contact or standing tall with shoulders back. Confidence is also demonstrated through words, through communication. And if you are somebody like myself who tends to be very thoughtful in while they're speaking and tends to have, like, their brain running, uh, you know, like 100 miles a minute, I swear, uh, and it's always a little bit ahead of my speech, what happens is we end up having these latent moments in speech, basically hesitancies that come out with filler words. An example is the word um. An example is the word so. When I am speaking, a lot of times, I tend to fill in gaps while I'm still thinking about what I'm going to say next with those two words. And we may not realize it, but those two words do exude a lack of confidence. They are showing and demonstrating some hesitancy in what we're going to say next, which when you're on the receiving end of that communication, especially if you are a potential customer, it can demonstrate that you're a bit insecure about what you're sharing. And we don't want that to be received that way, right? We want people to really know that we are walking the talk, we're not giving them any BS, that 
what we know is in fact through experience and knowledge and that we're being authentic and genuine with them. However, when we do use the terms um and but, we come across a bit insecure in what we are sharing. And honestly, you may not be insecure. You may not actually be hesitating. However, that's how it is received when you use the terms so and um. So that is one part of my speech that I'm working very hard on to rectify and correct. And I'm really trying really hard right now to do it as well, which is why I might be speaking a little more slowly than I usually do. And if so, and it's driving you crazy, just listen to this on one and a quarter or one and a half times speed. And if you're really good at taking in information quickly, then put it on double speed. But I just really want you to know that it's something that I'm working on, and I think a lot of people do struggle with using those filler words. Another area that I'm working on, or I should say another part of my speech, is the term but, and trying not to use the term but as often. The word but actually indicates an internal conflict at times or an external conflict, and and I'll explain that. Externally, we tend to use the word but when we are, you know, talking with somebody and we have a different point of view or we want to share a different point of view, right? But internally as well, sometimes the word but comes up when we are internally at odds with maybe a decision and we use the term but as a way to reframe it or rethink it. And when we actually use that in that in that respect in front of a potential customer, it actually is also coming across as uncertainty and across as not exactly being 100% confident in what we are saying or the knowledge we have. And this is a little thing, and I know that the word but does have a place in some cases in the English language, but I want you to really think more about when you do use it to make sure you're using it in the correct way and not as a filler or not to demonstrate that you are at odds with what you're trying to say. And again, this is all about making sure that we're connecting with our audience, building those relationships, building credibility, building respect, making sure that they really trust us in order for them to say yes to whatever it is that we're offering them. Relationships are number one. We've talked about this many times in the podcast. When it comes to selling in particular, somebody who does not have trust in you, somebody who does not have a relationship with you, and that relationship could honestly be one way, to be honest. It could be them just watching you a lot on Instagram or Facebook, and you're being really authentic and open about who you are and what you know and the free value you offer and your expertise that they already feel like they know you. And to them, while it seems like a one-way relationship because you don't know them, they feel like they know you. And those relationships really are built on trust, authority, credibility. And without those, it's very difficult to convince somebody and persuade them to say yes to your offer. So those are language areas that I'm working on, some things. Other, another area that I'm working on is eye contact. And I'm usually pretty good with eye contact, but I wanted to mention this because these days 
Eye contact isn't just about being directly in front of somebody, but it's also on camera. And I've noticed at times when I'm on camera, I tend to make eye contact to a certain degree, but then I tend to look, look away. And I'm trying to really catch myself and when those moments happen and what is actually happening inside, like in my brain, what I'm thinking about that is causing me to look away. Because I'm sure we've all had those experiences where you're having a conversation with somebody and some people are very uncomfortable with eye contact where they don't make hardly any. And some people, it's, it's really good. It's like really dialed in. And eye contact, we know, is, is the number one way you form relationships. And if you're not somebody who's good at making eye contact, it's very difficult socially to have a network. It really is. And I bring this up because I have noticed my daughter has had a lot of difficulty with eye contact. And I know in some cases it could be a neuro, neurology, neuro, I don't know what the right term is, a neurodivergent quality in some cases, but, uh, and, and of course, if you're somebody who it's extremely uncomfortable and it's almost painful for you to make eye contact, that could be an actual medical situation, and I'm not talking to those of you and saying, you know, you have to fix this, because that's, that's not for me to say, and that's obviously a totally different situation, but I say this with, for those of you who it's more of a discomfort, like you're, un, you're awkward, making contact or there's certain points where maybe you're trying to think through a point. This happens to me sometimes when I'm trying to think through something. And I may not be 100% confident in what I'm saying or I may not necessarily know what the next thought is going to come out of my mouth. And so I tend to lose con eye contact in those moments. It can also happen when you're, you know, having a conversation with somebody and you think it might be a little bit of, you know, there might be a confrontation or conflict, I think eye contact then does tend to be, you know, less during those moments. So I personally have been thinking about those times when I'm not making eye contact so that I can really catch myself and practice making more of it. And again, even in a virtual setting, looking directly into the camera at the people you are speaking to does still come across as eye contact, and it still is a reflection of confidence. And it helps you build relationships and, again, hit the point across that you're being authentic, you're being real, and you really do stand by what you're saying and you really do know what you're talking about. And, again, a lot of times we're on lives, on social media. A lot of times we're doing video. And so when we are engaging with potential customers and our audience, the way that we're going to convince them to trust us and to like us and to build a relationship with us and to buy from us is to make sure that we are exuding confidence, not only in ourselves, but in what the offer is being presented to them. And that is really it. Those, I guess, are the three areas that I'm mostly focused on. So it's, again, in summation, it's filler words, the words so and um, it's the word but, and it's eye contact. And I share these with you because I've really been working hard at it and I'm interested to see what the results are. And I would, I'm sharing also with you because I'd love to hear if you struggle with any of these things or if there's other areas of communication, nonverbal or verbal, that you think should be on the list.
and that most people do struggle with and if you have your own. So I'm on Instagram at The Audience Method. You can always reach out to me, DM me, and let me know what you think or tag me in your stories with this a screenshot of this episode. And, uh, yeah, I'd love to hear from you. But, again, it's really just about communication for me is a way that I can really connect better with the teams that I lead and also it helps with engaging with others and, and building credibility. And I just think that, you know, if, it's just super important. Related to this episode, I talk a lot about selling in the four C's of selling. That's one of my episodes that I did a little bit, a little while ago. So if you haven't yet checked that episode out, I, I recommend that because I talk a little bit about certainty and confidence and clarity. And there's a fourth C right now, I can't remember off the top of my head, that I go into that are the four C's to really create more sales and to make sure that those offers that you're presenting do land and get people to say yes. So I would highly recommend that episode to go back and check that one out because I go really deep into what those four C's are and how you can use them to your advantage. And that is it. So that is the bonus episode for today. You are lucky if you're listening to this right now. That means you're likely, um, you are like, uh, I just said, <laughs> I just got myself, I just said the word I'm not supposed to. You are likely a subscriber is what I was going to say. So welcome and share this with anyone you think could use it. And if you happen to have come upon this, Without subscribing, then please subscribe now because I'm going to be dropping more of these bonus episodes in the near future. All right. Talk to you soon.